Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome to uh, Thursday, December 30. Uh, it, it is New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, right? Uh, to the, the day before the last day of the year. And so um, hopefully, again, you've been able just to spend some time um, reflecting on who you are in Jesus and what his purpose is for you. And, and hopefully you've been able to take us up on some of the challenges and go out and live and be um, Jesus to the people in your lives. And hopefully that they're seeing him through you and um, they want to be a part of him because of you. So, mm-hmm. well, uh, Thursday is Thankfulness Thursday. So Nancy, um, what are you thankful for? I'm sure a lot, but you yes. know, you know, in the time we have. I am, and, you know. I am thankful for a lot. Um, one thing in particular, I am so thankful for the Victory Point family. Yeah. I am truly, truly thankful. And I can say that for my husband, Doug, too. Um, like I said, we came in February about 2020. Mm-hmm. And then it was weird because it doesn't seem like this coming February will be two years. But right. COVID took us out so yes. long. So that was kind of an interesting thing. But when we entered in, um, we were in a very hard season of mm-hmm. our life. Very hard. And a friend that we hadn't seen in six months, mind you, we are praying all this time of, Lord, where where can we go yeah. worship and have a, a family around us of believers? And a friend we hadn't seen in six months, which a lot of um, VP people know, is Tom Unk. He plays oh, yeah. bass in the band. Yep. Hadn't seen him and his wife, Deb, for about six months, came together at a friend's house and... Um, he knew of our hardship at that time. Okay. And he said, Hey, I'm gonna, I'm just saying, you just need to check out Victory Point okay. Church. I think it would be really good for you. And Victory Point was not on our radar. We did right. not even know it existed. Yeah. And so that was interesting how God worked at that point. Um, and so, um, yeah. We entered in, and of course, in only six times, and, um, but it gave us enough um, really to know as we listened to the mission, as we mm. greeted a few people and Matt and Dwight and some of the other team members. Um, yeah, it's like this really resonates with us. Yeah. And so um, it has it has truly been a place of healing for us and refreshment and restoration. And um, it's been through the um, amazing worship and teaching and preaching and podcasts because Mm -hmm. we entered in and then we had to go out. And so these podcasts, it was just all of this was just so life-giving mm. and the fellowship we started you know um our house That's church great. and we've got eight people in that and that was um wow being um in a community a tight community like that growing loving each other praying for each other again is so much what we needed and so yes we are deeply grateful for Good. victory point and for god leading us here it's that's a miracle in itself. Yeah, it was not on our radar at all. So 
thank we're just so thankful that Victory Point is just living out their mission and um, it just yeah. resonates with us. So, yeah. 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 Well, good. I'm glad that this uh, place has been that for you. Very yes. similar. And I won't go into all the details, but um, our story, Jackie and I and our kids, mm. we um, separated from our old church for lack of a better term. And mm -hmm. it was a very painful um, mm -hmm. process and a time in our lives. And just, um, yeah, we were just looking for places to go. Mm -hmm. And um, we came here like the second Sunday of the year of January. And, and then, um, you know, visit other churches. And we said, well, we want to go to one place for all of Lent. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about Peter. It was a, it was a series on Peter. Mm -hmm. And then she so said, okay, let's go there. And just resonated. And the worship, um, mm -hmm. that was something that mm -hmm. was really uh, meaningful. The preaching, I love the the laid back style yes. um, of both Steve yes. Rustica's at the time and then and Matt too. But just, yes. yeah. So this place has definitely been a place of healing for yes. us too. So Yes. And the one, it was so interesting. Um, didn't know anybody when we walked in, but I knew when we walked in, I saw Chris Klein and his oh. wife. I got to know them at Chick-fil-A oh. and all of a sudden we were walking out of church and it's yeah. like, wow, this is where you guys go. And it was, and I said, we, I said to Chris and Don, what do you like about, mm. um, victory point? And, um, Chris Klein says it's out of the box. And my mm. husband resonated with that right away. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he was just instrumental as well. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Good. Well, thank you for sharing for yes. sharing that with us. Um, all right. So today we are reading Luke 2, 41 through 52. Kind of the week after Christmas, the, the like most famous part of Luke 2 is yeah. 1 through 20, the Christmas story that we've all read for years and hundreds of times. So this is kind of the the uh, you know the other part of the story from Luke yes. 2. So um, Nancy, would you be willing to read that for us? Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. When Jesus was 12 years old, they attended the festival as usual. After the celebration was over, they started home to Nazareth. But Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents didn't miss him at first because they assumed he was among the other travelers. But when he didn't show up that evening, they started looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they couldn't find him, they went back to Jerusalem to search for him there. Three days later, they finally discovered him in the temple, sitting among the religious teachers, leaders, listening to them and asking questions. All who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. His parents didn't know what to think. Son, his mother said to him, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been frantic, searching for you everywhere. But why did you need to search, he asked. Didn't you know that I must be in my father's house? But they didn't understand what he meant. When he returned to Nazareth with them, then he returned to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. And his mother stored up all these things in her heart. Hmm. So, Steve, I am excited to know what yeah, really struck you. for you. Yeah, well... Um... There's a lot of different things in here, but what uh, really kind of jumped out with me this time um, is the parallels to Samuel uh, mm -hmm. in the story because of what we read on Monday. You know, um, you know, every year, um, you know, Jesus and and his family would go to Jerusalem for, and just like every year, um, 
Hannah would go. And yes. so there's a, and then we have a situation where the parents left, but the child stayed, yeah. you know, oh, yes. um, now Samuel was left as a baby. So he didn't really have, you mm-hmm. know, a choice in it. But again, we have the separation where the child is where he needs to be and the yes. parents are someplace else. Um, yes. you know, Jesus and Santa both, um, they're, they have the same purpose in life, um, to serve God, to spread the word, um, uh, you know, the word of God and mm-hmm. the message. Um, the parents were secondary, um, to what's mm-hmm. going on in the father's house. So mm-hmm. Hannah was secondary to the purpose and mission of Samuel. Joseph and Mary were secondary to the, the mission of Jesus. That's um, a great point. Yeah. Yes. So just kind of those things and what, it, you know, mm-hmm. what is something that really also mm-hmm. jumped out is, you know, the exchange between Mary and Jesus about, you know, thought she's yes. son. Why did you do this? Why did you do this? Your father and I have been anxiously. And he said, well, "Why are you searching for me? Did you know I had to be in my father's house?" So, yes. Mary refers to his father as Joseph. Jesus mm-hmm. is saying, no, "My father is here." Now, we mm-hmm. often use that phrase, "My heavenly father and my earthly father," yeah. but at a young age of twelve, he already knew um, where his priorities need to be. Mm-hmm. You know, who is really his father? Yes. Um, now I don't know um, if you know, when Jesus knew he was Jesus the Messiah, you know, right? Whether that was from birth or when he, you know, finally got to the temple here and he's hearing things, he's asking questions of uh, the leaders. But you know, at some point in time, he came to know who he was mm-hmm. as Messiah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, um, it, again, it just shows that he, even at the age of twelve, he um, was living the perspective. Um, that God had for his life, not what humans. I mean, it's like, yeah. you can't imagine. Like, I, I can understand when Mary and Joseph are upset. Like, you're mm-hmm. 12. You didn't come with us. It's like, <laughs> it's no big deal. That's, this is where I'm supposed to be. So, I know. Um, so just seeing those connections. Oh, and then one last thing. It was, Jesus said that he was, uh, he said that he was, he went back to Nazareth and was obedient to them. Um, so even though he knew yes. who his real father was mm-hmm. um, and what his eventual purpose was, he still was obedient to what you know, his earthly family was saying of him. So absolutely, yeah. so that's yeah. a lot. What, yes, yeah. I know. And it was interesting, like that um, interaction between Jesus and his mother. Mm-hmm. It almost seemed like. Um, you know, of course, Mary and Joseph were surprised, yeah. but then Jesus was also kind of surprised. It's yeah. like, didn't you know? You know, right, yeah. I'm surprised you're here. Right. <laughs> so that that was kind of interesting. Yeah. It's it's almost like again, there's this little theme. It's like this is who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, just what you were yeah. referring to. He was, yeah, growing up into knowing that, yeah, he was going to save the world. Um, but yeah, such a young age again, but you know what, when I, um, dug in a little deeper, uh, they said like at age 12, that was pretty much, they were almost adults. Yes, that's true. You know? Yeah. And so it's just like, if they're almost adults, that would be like our kids, what, 16, 18, if we're at a big celebration, we wouldn't expect them to stay by us in a sense. Um, they'd be off with their friends and yeah. yeah. And so that, that was kind of interesting. But um, I did love the, um, uh, well, again, to follow a little bit of the theme that seems to be coming in here is I love the picture. Of course, you said the birth obviously was earlier. I love the picture of Jesus put on humanity, Mm. you know? Yeah. That was just like, wow, for us, he came down to rescue us and and grew into that. And um, 
yeah, that, that really struck me that, yeah, he put on humanity for us. Yeah. Um, you know, and he needed, um, uh, you know, he needed a mom and dad, he needed someone to hold him. And so, and he went through his teen, you know, teenage years. And so the cool thing too, is that we all can, um, identify, Jesus can identify with all of us mm-hmm. from birth until death. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can all, he has an understanding. And when, you know, he knows what the teenagers feel like, I mean, they have to sit and listen and learn yeah. and, um, and growing up as a kid and then as an adult and being obedient to heavenly father. Um, yeah. So Jesus understands. I really, mm-hmm. um, grabbed onto that too, just because he came for us. Um, And the other thing, just his, how he was growing in such wisdom is, um, you know, one of my um, footnotes or readings said, I mean, he sat with the teachers, the, the rabbis, and because it was the Passover, these weren't just the ordinary ones of Mm. Jerusalem. These people traveled distances because they were all kind of meant to be at the Passover celebration. So this was like the best of the best, the greatest of the greatest sitting there. And um, Jesus was surprising them, you know? Um, So yeah, asking them questions. And I thought, I would love to know what questions he asked them. (laughs) Because I have a sneaking suspicion. It wasn't like, oh, tell me, you know, you know, basic Bible, you know, what did Moses mean when he did that? Right. I, I think it was challenging questions. Yes. Like, okay, who, like, you know, as he's an adult and we see some of the, the um, questions Jesus asked, yes. you know, <laughs> you know um, which with baptism was John's baptism or what? And so the Pharisees are like, well, I don't know. If we say this, right. then we're in trouble. Right. So I, I would suspect that even then some of his questions were more yes. to teach the you know the yes. the leaders then for him to learn from them but, yeah absolutely it's just kind of that wondering you know yeah. and um yeah again that whole picture of um jesus grew up you know mm-hmm. he had to learn i mean being in a family unit like that um obey his parents although you know what he did not going with them he yeah. didn't sin because jesus is without sin right so but he you know he had to grow up yeah. and um, which, yeah. Uh, so we can identify with, with that as well. Yeah. Um, and then it caused me to think it, it's just amazing how um, to not underestimate youth and mm, yeah. what, and yeah. just God's heart and yeah. Jesus at this age. So anyway, here's, just some fun little facts that um, like Samuel, you know, he was called to be a prophet at age 11. I mean, this is what I had just gotten off a read. Um, Samuel anointed David to be king when David Mm. was 15. Joash began to rule at seven. Josiah, eight years old when he began to rule. Jeremiah, approximately 17 when he started to prophesy. So it's like, look at these youth. And yeah. so so I love that about, um, you know, God's heart toward children and Jesus' heart toward yeah. children. Welcome the children and, um, you know, teach them also, you know, how to be, how to yeah. live. 
because God's got a call on them, on their hearts. Yeah. And I love the importance that Victory Point puts on children. Yes. And I love Jill's ministry and, yeah. and everybody else that helps and supports. It's just yeah. like, we really believe, you know, yeah. that, yeah. Um, yeah, children really matter, yeah. you know? And so it's just really cool. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I can see it carry over in the New Testament too, where um, some believe that uh, John the disciple was a teenager, 16, 17, 18. Oh, and then, okay. you know, Timothy, one of the first people to kind of go out from Paul, you know, he, he was young. And Tim, uh, Paul even says, don't let people look down on you because they're young. And so True. there's that theme. So, True. yeah. Yeah. So if you are yes. teenagers, uh, elementary school kids <laughs> listening to this, hopefully you are, you have a purpose. You uh, can be used by God and we yes. hope you're open to that. So yes. one of the last little thing that, that, um, jumped out to me as I was reading this was, mm -hmm. you know, I, I made the connection between Jesus and Samuel, but then as I thought more about it, there's definitely connections between Jesus and Adam, you know, Jesus and mm -hmm. Noah, there's things that Noah did that Jesus then did, or Abraham and Jesus, Moses and Jesus, David and Jesus. Yes. Um, and so, you know, Jesus and Joseph too, but then I thought, well, what connection is there between Jesus and Steve? You know, mm -hmm. um, if people look back on my life, can they see parallels between me and what Jesus did oh, or how Jesus yes. lived. And that goes back to kind yes. of what we say in the other, the, one the other days too, about we, we are Jesus to people, but yes. So hopefully, you know, you, we're finding ways in our life that people yeah. can see connections. between know what we're doing and what Jesus purpose and, and mission was. So, right. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. just keep growing. I yeah. mean, Jesus showed us, you have to grow, grow in wisdom. Yeah. And, um, and I love it too, how he, um, really just embrace the family unit that he set up. Yes. You know, and I mean, they went to um, celebrations and the Passover and they did life together. And mm -hmm. so it's just a beautiful display and they worship together, love together. They're working together, just growing together. And, um, and just how God has set up the family to glorify him. Yeah. You know, so that's yeah. really cool. Good. So we need to keep growing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we need to say stop for this. Okay. Because, um, oh my. No, no, it's great. Oh man, yeah. this has been such a pleasure to talk <laughs> to you about these things, but yes, it, the time is getting away from us again. And um, so just kind of takeaways for you uh, who are listening. Um, are, you know, are you, or will you be found in your father's house? You know, mm. Jesus was surprised his parents thought found him there. Like where else is going to be? Mm -hmm. So are you in your father's house every day? Are you living and growing in stature and wisdom and in favor with, in God's eyes, like Jesus was doing here, like Samuel is doing. So mm -hmm. um, just as you go throughout the day, may you be filled with the desire uh, to have time to be found in your father's house. And may your life lead others uh, to search for him there in, mm. in his house. So, Amen. I love yeah. that. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.